you for joining us for another episode of Inside Coast to Coast. I'm Lauren Long, and I'm coming to you from the East Coast, and to represent the West Coast is Aaron Simon. Hello, Aaron. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for the introduction. As always, I'm Aaron Simon, coming to you from sunny San Diego, California, where it is still a lovely 75 in the middle of November. And now with no clouds in the sky, uh, next week, however, we are due for a cool down to about 71. So I will have my woolen coat ready, of course. Sorry to uh, hear that. Yeah, today we have a wonderful show. And before we get started, we want to remind you, if you haven't already, to like, follow, and subscribe to Site 101 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So you can stay up to date on the latest happenings in building operations and smart technologies. Uh, don't forget also to check out our podcasts and channels like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Links to all of those media channels are going to be in the info box if you're watching this on YouTube and are below the video if you're watching this on our website. So today we wanted to do something uh, a little new with a kind of topical news of the week type of show. Um, so if you're at all familiar with this video series, you can probably guess what new cool building topic happened this week that we'd like to talk about. Amazon HQ 2 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also did see, uh, you know, that 5G as of this taping or recording, rather, um, uh, the 5G FCC auction literally is going on right now. And we would love to talk about how 5G is going to also change the world. But for t but not today. Today um, we're going to talk about Amazon. So yes, Amazon this week announced that their decision to spend five billion dollars to establish not one but two new headquarters, one in New York City, Long Island specifically, and the other in Arlington, Virginia. Not more than an hour, maybe like forty minutes from your house, Lauren. Absolutely, depending yep. on traffic. <laughs> um, so this big news, uh, you know, made for all sorts of things to talk about. And people are already talking about all of those sorts of things in all sorts of ways. Um, but we'd like to stick to the building world sorts of things for this video and just offer our two cents on how this move and this news um, is going to affect the building world. Hey, Amazon, if you're listening, I'd like to say welcome to the neighborhood and good luck. This area in Virginia is long established and is close to some very old, very expensive, and very treasured buildings that we refer to as monuments. However, Amazon won't be occupying these at least yet. So similar to those HGTV shows, renovations don't always go as planned. And when you're trying to satisfy tens of thousands of people instead of just a couple, things can go pretty wonky. So how about I cover the outside of the building and you do the inside Aaron? Brilliant. Let's do that. Great. So Amazon deciding to do this is just the latest and probably most rumored takeover in recent years. As more and more people move into cities, large companies and those that want to attract a young and skilled workforce need to also be in these places. And they can't just take over an office building from the 70s and think that it'll be where people want to spend their nine to five or eight to seven lives now. People want convenience and to be connected to their communities, thus the increase of mixed-use retail spaces. Um, technology has become more user-centric with each new operating system and consumers or occupants want more out of whatever they're a part of. 
like the classic, if you give a mouse a cookie, people know where their Ubers are, and now they want to know more about everything. Uh, just recently, I went to visit a net zero building in nearby Silver Spring, and the interactive data dashboards were not only super visually impressive, but very data rich, and people wanted to know this information. However, that was a brand new building, so I digress. Anyway, so how do companies come into older communities and create a vibrant vibe? It starts with their connection to nearby areas. In fact, in Amazon's press release, they called the area in Northern Virginia National Landing, which until now wasn't a place, but instead a chunk of Pentagon City, Crystal City, and Potomac Yard. I think this is a great example of how buildings and the outside community or city can work together to become one place. A place where data flows seamlessly from one building to another and can integrate with other systems like public transportation, event scheduling for big crowds, emergency preparedness, and so much more. I would even dare to say that individuals appreciate um, personalized interactions as much as feeling like part of the community. There's something Amazon will need to work on, not just creating an Amazon HQ bubble within a new geographic area, but connecting to them. And that's something we're witnessing gain importance in the built world, especially with smart cities. Um, I know I spoke mostly about the Virginia location, but the same will be true for New York, too. To kind of follow up on that, uh, you know, the move should really be looked at, uh, we think, as, you know, kind of a gut check for the building world. Because in lots of episodes, uh, past episodes of uh, Inside Coast to Coast, we've talked about what building professionals can expect to happen in and to the building world based on, you know, among other things, the, the proliferation of smart technology and the inherent uh, cultural shift that that and, of course, any technology um, brings with it. And so the new Amazon headquarters are kind of a, you know, a real time, if you will, um, massive example of how the building world is going to need to address those particular shifts and start incorporating technologies to not just, quote unquote, keep up from an economic or development perspective, but to stay connected to the people, places and things that they serve. Um, and also, as we've said in past episodes, you know, a building is really nothing without a place to be or a person to be in it. I think that was Confucius, uh, 1021. <laughs> so inside these headquarters, we're going to expect to see kind of the, the, the latest and greatest of um, smart technologies for buildings. Smart air intakes providing fresh, filtered outdoor air to every floor, if not every individual room. Um, mostly, I'm sure, column-free design for the open collaboration. Um, smart window systems that know when to change the color or shade of the glass based on heat and light detection. And almost certainly a dog park is probably going to be built directly into the building. Um, but so not only are we going to see that, but we'll also see how all of those things are connected to its occupants into its city. So meaning that the information on design and construction and the ability to control the environment will no doubt be built into this building for anyone to access. Um, and this already exists in other buildings we've mentioned on past episodes, excuse me, episodes. Um, so as such, uh, these headquarters will effectively be the standard for buildings going forward. Again, buildings, people, and cities are in this quasi-symbiotic symbiotic relationship, uh, and Amazon, with all things considered, it's a gargantuan scale, 
is no doubt going to be, you know, the catalyst for this connectivity wave between all three of those entities. That makes a lot of sense. And as you were talking, I was realizing that a lot of people, when they think about construction and design phases of a building, they're picturing from like ground zero, you know, like a flat plot of land. But really, there's construction and design phases in buildings that already have a, a shell that are already built, but then they need to be rebuilt. So I think it's a really good point. Mm-hmm. But um, while we may have to wait a while until buildings are filled up and out the way Amazon is dreaming of, but we may start to see or hear the community um, connections pretty soon. So um, community first. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Again, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to Site 1001 on the socials and check us out on your favorite podcast platform. We'll see you next time. Bye, Aaron. Bye, Lauren. time I, I read we give a mouse a cookie but it's a great book it's a classic right it's also probably proving that we're millennials but that's fine